Welcome to the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast, a podcast we are seeking to lead change while also seeking to understand. We are also here as a platform for leaders to come together to unite, to develop, and empower other leaders in the areas of business, family, and community. I'm your host, Lafayette Lane, joined by my co-host, John LeBron. Today, we are joined by our special guest, David Meltzer, who has joined us to have a conversation about the keys to having an attitude of gratitude. Just a little bit about David. David is the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and formerly served as the CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency, which was the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. David has been recognized by Variety Magazine as their Sports Humanitarian of the Year and awarded the Ellis Island Medal of Honor. He is also the executive producer of the Bloomberg Amazon Prime television series, Two Minute Drill and Office Hours. And his life's mission is to empower over one billion people to be happy. And today he has joined us right here on the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast. David, thanks for coming on. I just have to tell you guys, you know, I do hundreds of these interviews and uh, I love starting with a prayer, number one. But two, you guys have the most poetic names of any podcast I've ever been on. Uh, It's amazing. Lafayette Lane and John LeBron. We could do a lot with that. So thanks for having me on and I'm blessed to be here. Absolutely. Well, let's get right into the topic. You have an amazing mission, amazing purpose that you are living out. And we're talking about that right now, talking about the keys to having an attitude of gratitude. And your your mission statement is, is to empower over 1 billion people to be happy and to have gratitude. Where did that whole, you know, thought process come from to have that, to empower over 1 billion people to be happy and to have gratitude? Where did that come from? You know, it's an important question right now because um, it started with one of my my youngest daughter, who was 12 at the time, one of her friends committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And I was already... Uh, studying, researching, paying attention to gratitude and to happiness and really trying to create practices in people's lives that can effectuate the ability to create abundance, to make a lot of money, but to help a lot of people with that abundance. And of course, to be happy, have a lot of fun. Like, don't take yourself so seriously. We don't know what we don't know. And while I'm in the midst of all of this research, you know, this poor young girl, 12 years old, kills herself and it shakes me to my core. I get a calling that, you know, what's going on? Why why are people, this is pre-COVID by the way, right? This is, you know, literally six years ago. Why, why, why could this happen? Like I, I understand, you know, drug abuse and CTE and PA, all of them, I understand mental illness, but pure soul, a 12 year old, there, there should be no, nothing in your life that could be that bad. And you know, I started doing research and boom, every single demographic, rich and poor, old and young, and there's an extreme increase in suicide. People aren't happy, anxiety, all depression, suicide, and then COVID hits and it doubles, it doubles, you know, and I'm walking the beach before COVID and I'm in tears, you know, think, thinking about what can I do? I've been blessed my whole life, whether I was rich or poor, blessed my whole life uh, with health, with positive attitude, with gratitude. And it came over me in chills that I could teach a thousand people my values of gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and inspiration. I could teach daily practices 
so that people could utilize coherence of gratitude. Gratitude, by the way, is the only common denominator of happiness. So whether you're rich or poor, sick or well, tall or short, black or white, whatever religion you have, it does not matter. The only common denominator is gratitude. And so if I could teach my values and daily practices to a thousand people like Lafayette and John, and knowing in their lifetime they could empower a thousand people themselves to teach a thousand people, a thousand times a thousand would be a million, a million times a thousand would be a billion. And we could change the rhetoric, the collective consciousness to thinking about how blessed we are, to find the light, the love, and the lessons of who we are, to know with full faith, as you two both know, that there's something bigger than us, an omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source that loves us more than we even love our own children or our mom loves us. And if you live with that faith, then you have the foundation to be happy, to utilize gratitude and forgiveness, accountability and inspiration, to live with five daily practices so that you can effectuate this idea of happiness. Um, and why I say it's so important to me right now is just this week, I got a text message from one of my oldest and best friend's mom that my 50-year-old, my 54-year-old friend took his life the day after his birthday, mm. kicked out a chair in his garage, hung himself. Mm. My own friend, one of my oldest friends, as much as I'm everywhere with content that he didn't feel comfortable enough sharing his pain, that he didn't have the faith that he's being protected and promoted with that pain and mistakes and failures and setbacks, which are part of the human journey that he couldn't share his pain so that we could all help alleviate that with those values that we have in the daily practices. And so for me, it's very important and very pertinent right today that people, you know, join my 14 day gratitude challenge, join my five day challenge to get coherence in your life. Remember to be thankful and do it no matter where you are. You can find the light, the love and the lessons. Believe there's something bigger than you that loves you more than your mom. Wow. So you mentioned your 14-day gratitude challenge. I am in the middle of your gratitude challenge, actually. I'm on day 12. And so today I am supposed to basically create a collage. And uh, it'll be done for the night's over. Most of them have been very easy. The most awkward one was to go outside and shout. Um, I just had to tell my family, hey, this is part of my challenge. Just ignore me for about two minutes. And um, I'll love the rest, leave the rest to everybody else to figure out. But it's been, honestly, I started it and I thought, well, let's see how this goes. It's been pretty fun. And there's a lot of things. We don't have time to get into all of it. But there's been a lot of things I didn't think that I would get out of the challenge. I didn't realize would come from the challenge. Like mm -hmm. think noticing things that you should have been grateful for every day that you just don't think about. Because now that you're in the process of constantly thinking about it, when it shows up now, you're like, wow, I'm actually so grateful for this. Just the smallest of things like shoes and socks or whatever. Right. And um, but what is it about gratitude that helps somebody become happier, more successful, et cetera? That is a fantastic question. You see, there's light, there's love and there's lessons in everything and everyone. Because remember, we're connected to and through the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source bigger than us that loves us more than our mom loves us. So when we know there's light, love, and lessons, then all we need to determine through gratitude is we're not as worth our time to find it. 
something's inherently quantumly even easy. To, and let me use a quick analogy how life works. Uh, have you guys ever been to a fair, you know, like the Del Mar fair or, you know, one of the state fairs where they have, you know, Ferris wheels and pigs and chickens and all that stuff. Well, <laughs> at those yeah. fairs, we all know they have what I call the, the row of diabetes. It's a whole row of all the great foods, you know, mm-hmm. chicken fried this and, you know, chocolate covered this and, you know, the big turkey leg that has a heart attack written right on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, anyway, if all three of us would walk down Diabetes Row and we would look at the first cart, maybe it's the funnel cake. One of us immediately would say, I love that. And I say, oh, have you tried it? No, but that looks so good. And another of us say, yeah, I'd like to give it a try. And then one of us would say, oh, that makes my stomach. I, I'm about to puke in my mouth. That's disgusting. Inherently. The funnel cake has light in it. It has love in it. Unless it's created by the source, it's done and created by a resource as well because we're resources of the source. We are happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. We're just got to figure out what we're doing to interfere with it. Well, we can determine, is it worth our money, time, emotion, and value to go ahead and try the funnel cake? Now, say John was the one that loved it. Absolutely, it'd be worth it for him because he already's in. He already sees the light, the love. And then Lafayette may kind of consider it. So he would be, but for me, who, you know, is about to puke in my mouth, I know there's light love and lessons that I could figure out how to love that funnel cake. But right next door is the turkey leg. And I love the turkey leg or the homemade friend, you know, the homemade potato chips. Those are my favorite, right? I'd rather spend my time over there. I think the biggest distinction about knowing that there's light love and lessons and everything is that for some reason, inherently in the human nature, is we spend our time trying to find light, love, and lessons and things that bleed us, that make our stomach hurt, instead of letting that fall away or firing the funnel cake from my life and go ahead and walk two doors down and eat the potato chips instead. And I see 80% of my time and effort, time, value, and emotion spent on things that bleed me. When there's plenty of things in the universe that feed me. So Hmm. although there's light, love, and lessons and everything, I teach people to spend their 24 hours of activity, the man-made construct of time, with things that feed you so that you can have more light and more lessons in your life. You don't have to spend your life surrounding with negative energy, close-mindedness, close-heartedness, close-handedness. Go ahead, walk away, or fire that from your life. Go two doors down. And find those potato chips that you love or the turkey leg that is already quantum in your nature that feeds you instead of bleeds you. You said happiness comes from enjoying the consistent every day. Can you just break that down for us, please? Yeah, that's my definition of happiness. Those who can enjoy the consistent every day, persistent without quit pursuit of their own potential. You see, so many people, as I suggested earlier, they try to look for what's missing in their life or what they don't want in their lives or even worse, what other people want for them in their lives. And then they wonder why they get what other people want, what's missing and what they don't want. And then they resent it. They're offended by it. Instead, what I train people to do is consistently every day work within the conscious continuum, conscious, subconscious and unconscious to accelerate and aggregate, compound the positivity and the gratitude in your life by spending two minutes a day with something instead of two hours on a weekend. 
way more powerful. The consistent, persistent behavior allows you to aggregate and compound, accelerate and expand, which is aligned with what the universe is doing at all times. You see, most people live in a zero sum game, food in, food out. If I receive somebody else's loss, that's not the universe. Right. The source himself, the omniscient, all powerful, all knowing source lives between limitlessness and infinity in a universe of limitlessness and infinity. When we receive, we're adding on to the universe. When we're give, we're adding on to the universe. There is no quid pro quo negotiation or trade in going on when it comes to giving and receiving. They are one. The universe itself is expanding, growing and accelerating. The creator itself is constantly creating through consistent, persistent pursuit. See, your skills and knowledge are your basement. That's why we want to develop skills and knowledge so you never have to reach the depths of maybe your generation or energetic inheritance, but our desire, our connecting to that omniscient, all-powerful source determines our potential. The desire is what determines our ceilings. The skills and knowledge determine how far you'll drop. So when I lost over $100 million and went bankrupt, my basement wasn't as far as other people, right? It didn't take me long to get back up, get started, get restarted because I had developed skills and knowledge. But what got me back, what brought me to a whole new level was my desire, my inspiration, that which I'm connected to and through at all times because I live in the majority of my activities in the light. I live in the majority of my activities in the truth, in the pursuit of my potential. Every day without quit, my desire determines my ceiling and my potential, and I allow the skills and knowledge to develop so I won't drop as far as others may. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> David, I'm just going to drop my note pen. I don't have a mic to drop for you. Um, I've never heard it that way as far as giving and receiving always both contribute to an ever-expanding universe. I've, now I'm going to think was, about it all day. It's proven but, biochemically. Think, think about this. Yeah. I, this is I why I love, <laughs> I love gratitude and thankfulness. So our body, right? We're, we're given a body. We're here to learn lessons. Lessons keep coming until we learn them. They result in pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes to indicate we have a lesson to learn, knowing that we are connected to and through the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source, something bigger than us that loves us more than we love our own children. Therefore, when a mistake happens, a failure or a setback, we're being promoted and protected just like a child reaching out to a, touch a stove at three years old and mama slaps the back of your hand and screams at you, no, and the baby's crying, mom, why are you punishing me? And the mama hugs and says, I'm not punishing you, baby, I'm protecting you. This is what's happening in your life when you don't get the job, when you lose your money, when you go out with the wrong person, when you don't get what you want. Mm -hmm. You're not being punished. You're being protected. Mm -hmm. And so we have to realize that gratitude itself allows us to have that attitude of protection and promotion that allows and reinforce is faith in what we're doing. And so utilizing these practices of what do we want? Who can we help? Who can help us? Now, here's the, the, the proof in the bodyment. We're given a body lessons. When you give... You get dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphin. I call it a dose from God. Hmm. And these are what makes you happy. This is a, a, a biochemical reward for giving. <laughs> when you receive, you get a dose from God. Dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphin. These are the happiness drugs. They make you happy. 
when you witness, witness giving and receiving, you get the dose from God of happiness, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. When you interfere with the truth, when you are in ego-based consciousness, when you have a need to worry, when you're anxious, frustrated, angry, guilty, resentful, when you're separate, when you're inferior and superior, you get cortisol. Cortisol causes dis-ease. It's the number one killer. It puts inflammation and irritation in all of your being, physical being. Just looking at how the reward system of the universe has been set up by the omniscient, all-powerful, and all-knowing, we know that giving and receiving and witnessing the giving and receiving are all one, and we know that worry, anxiety, fear, anger, separation, inferiority, superiority, guilt, and resentment are the that which interferes with the ease that gives you the cortisol, the dis-ease in your life. And so with mathematical and scientific proof, we know that giving and receiving and witnessing thereof is exactly at ease or connected to and through who we are by the rewards that we're given. So everyone should live with a dose of happiness, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphin, and be cognizant and be aware of when we get cortisol, when we are at dis-ease, uh, which aggregates the same way that positivity does. Mm. David, can you give us one last 60-second piece of advice for our audience before we wrap up? Yeah, so the number one piece of advice that I have for everyone is that you got to take care of yourself. You can't give what you don't have. You got to learn to love you. Make it non-negotiable in your life, your health. You see, the biggest resource we have, you know, you have source, the omniscient, all-knowing, all-powerful, and we are resources only if we're healthy. You see, when you're healthy, you get as many ass a day as you want. You get as many wishes that you want. The greatest resource is a wish. The power of attention plus intention to create the coincidences in your life that you want. And what I want you to do is ask. Ask more often and ask bigger. I want you to wish. But you get as many wishes as you want. It's limitless. We live in infinity. The only time you don't get as many wishes as you want, as many asses as you want, is when you're unhealthy, when you're at dis-ease. See, when we're at dis-ease, when we're unhealthy, we only have one wish. Whether you're Steve Jobs, President of the United States, or some religious guru, if you are unhealthy, you only have one wish. So let me wish for you. May you live knowing who and what you are I am and we are happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. Let's figure out what we're doing to interfere with it. Know that you are protected and promoted by something so bit much bigger than you. And that which is bigger than you loves you more than your mom loves you, more than you love your own children. God bless all of you. Please reach out to me to join the 14-Day Gratitude Challenge to get the five daily practices. David at dmelter.com posted right below david at dmelter.com and remember both of you my poet brothers be kind to yourself and peace i appreciate the time thank you so much as always we pray that you be the leader that god has called you to be until next time